Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Pete Fletzer. On this episode of Around the Galaxy, we're going to be speaking to Noah Outlaw of the Kessel Run Radio Broadcast. Join us as we talk about the influence of Star Wars on career choices, the haters known as Fandom Menace, and missed marketing opportunities for the Star Wars Empire. So strap yourselves in, relax, and enjoy this journey around the galaxy. Welcome to episode number 28 of Around the Galaxy, the Star Wars fan talk show. I am your host, Pete Fletzer. We are a part of the Making Star Wars podcast network, so when you're done here, head on over to makingstarwars.net. Not only will you be able to keep up with the latest news and scoops, and boy, after D23, there is a lot going on. You're going to want to keep up with us at MakingStarWars.net, but there's also a bunch of really great podcasts, shows like Tatooine Sons, and Now This Is Podcasting, and Tarkin's Top Shelf, and The Sith List, and Blue Harvest, and a show called Kessel Run Radio, which is hosted by a gentleman named Noah Outlaw, and Noah joined us on the show today. Speaking of our show... I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review us. If you get a chance, please head on over to whichever podcast uh, subscription service, not even subscription service, whatever service you use, and hit the little five-star button. That would really help us out quite a bit. Maybe even leave us a little review if you're into that. Also, please follow us on Twitter. We are at ATGCast, and we are always talking Star Wars all the time, more than we should be at all kinds of strange hours of the night, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the morning, in the middle of the day. Uh, on the drive in, on the drive home, really just spending way too much on Twitter, hanging out and talking to you guys. When I had a chance to talk to Noah on this interview today, it was a couple weeks before D23. So there are some pieces of the marketing machine that we talk about, which hadn't happened yet coming into uh, D23. But I, I think that a lot of the points are still pretty valid. And we really do get into a really good discussion about what Star Wars needs to do to reach the broader audience. We also spend a lot of time talking about the fandom menace, giving them much more airtime than they deserve. But talking to Noah is always a good time, so check it out. Noah, thanks so much for joining us tonight. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm, uh, I can't complain, you know. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So uh, some people may know you from... Uh, from some of your on your, your videos, your comedy videos, <laughs> and some may know you from Kessel Run Radio, but give us a little bit about your background, who you are, what you do. Uh, yeah, my name is Noah Outlaw. I make uh, I'm the host of Kessel Run Radio, and I, also I do these little uh, Star Wars skits every now and then that uh, people seem to like. And um, I and I'm a I'm a video producer, uh, director, uh, editor, videographer, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, and I really, really love Star Wars. You know, it's been a big, important part of my life for a long time. Cool. So what was your uh, sort of your first exposure to Star Wars? Do you remember? Yeah, well, you know, 
I don't, you know, people always ask me like, what's the first time you ever watched star Wars or who showed it to you or, or to you or whatever. But, uh, I always said, I, I don't ever remember not knowing what star Wars was. You know, I grew yeah. up, I was born four days before the Phantom Menace came out. Like, and okay. so I grew up with the prequels and, uh, and, and my first, the first movie I ever remember seeing in the, in theaters is revenge of the Sith. I just remember the opening okay. space battle. And then, I remember Anakin and Obi Wan and versus Count Dooku. That's those are like the two that I vividly remember. But yeah, I just never, you know, I I, I never did. I, I I can't remember ever not knowing what Star Wars was. I always just loved it, and um, yeah, I just kind of grew up with it, and then it was a big part of uh, my family. That's cool. So yeah, it's it's interesting to to not know a world without Star Wars. I look at my kids, and they don't know a world without forty years of Star Wars. And you kind of came right. in. Just as uh, as it was really making making the big comeback, so you um, so did did being a Star Wars fan influence you going into uh, into video production? Was that part of it, or yeah. is it just happens? Well, now? that's really you know it is the re- it, it is the reason that I that I do what I do. Um, you know, growing up, uh, my my dad was always in video production, but he was mainly sports production. So I grew up around that. You know, I knew. Um, I knew kind of the ins and outs of that business just growing up, but really it's kind of, it's kind of weird. So like I said, I, I always grew up with star Wars, but it was never a thing that I really, really like loved. Like I always liked it, but I, I didn't really fall in love with star Wars until about maybe my sophomore year of high school. Really? I think it was when Disney, uh, bought Lucasfilm. Like I remember hearing that news okay. and going, Wow, this is this is cool because you know, like I said, I always liked it. I always was a huge fan. I always played the video games when I was younger. But I remember hearing mm-hmm. that, and I remember it was interesting how I found out because one day I was just I was bored and I was like, you know, I haven't really watched Star Wars in a while. So I went on I went on to YouTube and I just typed in I was like Star Wars scenes right, and I just started watching a bunch of scenes from Star Wars and I was like, God, Star Wars is great. And then mm-hmm. and in the uh, like related in the sidebar. There was a AMC Movie Talk, which is now Collider Movie Talk. This is, you know, this is years back. This is like oh, 2012. Yeah. Um, and so it was AMC Movie Talk, and they said that the title was Disney buys Lucasfilm, more movies are on the way. And I was like, what? So I clicked on it, watched it, and I really became obsessed with Star Wars at that point and also that show. I, and I really got into the, the world of movies and that's when I was like, well, I already know this video production stuff, and I, I, I've been around it, and I, and I fell in love with, with movies at that time as well. So that really is kind of where I, I you know, fell in love with cinema, and I knew that I kind of wanted to do something in that space, if it was directing, writing, editing, something like that. And so really, Star Wars is the reason that I love mm. film as much as I do, and the reason that I do what I do. Cool. So you were... You were uh... A Star what a Star Wars fan later or at least deeply in, engaged in it. Right. What were you what were you into before then? Man, see I, I you know, I've always really been into into sports, like especially football. Okay. Yeah. Um I grew up, you know, always watching football, huge a Texas Longhorns fan, you know, go UT, you know, and um <laughs> and just kind of really growing up and, and that's kind of it. I mean, I played I didn't really have something I was like a diehard fan of. Yeah. Uh, I guess football and then I would play, you know, Call of Duty every now and then really. And then and that's one thing I really was kind of missing in my life. I didn't have this one thing that I was really passionate about. And that's it's kind of why I'm so I'm so happy that Star Wars came into my life like it did. And it really helped me. It helped me through some, you know, 
uh, you know, it's bad times. Like high school was never really bad for me, but this community, um, this star Wars community that I've been, you know, going about six years now, like, you know, that I've been a part of has really helped me through, um, helped me through a lot. Like, you know, like, uh, you know, yeah. Jason Ward, you know, and, and, and he, you know, him, yep. and, um, all these people that have been around in this community for a long time that I've gotten to know over the years have really helped me get through a lot. So, so yeah, let's talk about community for a second. Cause I, one of the yeah. things when, when I first reached out to you, because I wanted to, first of all, I wanted to get you on the show and I saw some of your comedy bits, but then, <laughs> um, and if, I, if I'm bringing up uh, uh, some bad memories, let me know. But I remember, I was going to say it's about two months ago, you had posted something. I think it had to do with one of the, the, the Ray rumors or something. And mm-hmm. it caused such a dust up um, from the fandom menace folks. So so it's a, it's great to hear because I, I'm with you 100%. I think that the Star Wars fan base, uh, the online community, it's, it, it's amazing. I mean, it's really, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's you have... It, if you have something to say about Star Wars, it's not hard to find people to talk about it with. But right. this this reaction from from folks, was, from especially there was one dude I, I don't know where he was from, but um, it was really um, yeah, it was fairly uh, aggressive. What? So, yeah, so maybe tell that story just a little bit. Give people yeah. background to. I'm just rambling about it, but <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Uh, I it was you know I I started Kessel my show Kessel Run Radio. Well, really. I started that show back in, in 2015. Um, and then it was just an audio form podcast that I did with a couple of guys. And it, it really, and, and uh, a lot of stuff was happening in my life and I kind of couldn't do the show anymore. And then recently I just brought it back, uh, you know, after it was a few weeks after I got back from, from Star Wars Celebration, um, Chicago. And, and so it was like the fourth episode of, uh, <laughs> of Kessel Run Radio and, and uh, Jason, you know, our, our friend Jason from makingstarwars.net. Um, which we're both part of the, the their podcast network. Shout out to MakingStarWars.net. Absolutely. And, um, and um, they, <laughs> he, he, he dropped this uh, Patreon rumor that had something to do with Ray's parents, right? And uh, I went on and I was talking about that a lot. Uh, I was talking about that in the episode, in which I guess it's funny because I talked about that, that rumor and from Making Star Wars. And, it, you know, as you know, our podcasts get you know, posted to the site. And so yep. that, that episode got posted to the site. So people were crediting using my podcast on the site as like the link to this rumor. It was so like, much, like, yeah. Yeah. like Nerdist covered it. And they were talking, they said that I broke the news and I was like, I didn't at all. I didn't break it. I just was talking about news that it was already out there. But um, anyway, in that same episode, I talked about the fandom menace. And it really, I was just talking about how insanely stupid they are, which they are. They're, they're idiots, all of them. And, um, and they're just, and, and I just really kind of went in on them, just how stupid it, how, let me just talk. Like, this is basically what I said. I was like, look, you're, you're seriously sitting here saying that you are a, a menace to the fandom, right? Like, like right. that's what they are. Okay. And, and I guess maybe they say they're not that I don't, I don't, I don't understand but that's really what they are. They're a menace to the fandom, and I don't get how you can say you're a part of a fandom if you're openly and happy about openly happy about being a menace to that fandom. That doesn't make any right. sense to me, right? Yep. So anyway, so I was just going in on them, and I guess I don't know. They I guess they have their investigators that every time the fandom menace is is mentioned on any YouTube video ever, they just have like a right. sixth sense. They right. go find it, and <laughs> and uh, within I mean really the it came out at Wednesday morning 
and at like 9 a.m. and then by 1 p.m. I just it was I had all of them and there there was I know that one guy you're talking about I mean this guy like what I forgot his oh his name was uh Gen, Gen, General Katarn you know and uh, right. from from Star Wars and and and, and yeah. he is obsessed with this guy and he calls himself that like he posts pictures and he's like hi it's it's Katarn here and I'm like you're not you are not Katarn I mean absolutely not <laughs> that is not you you are not a fictional Star Wars character you're some guy uh some really annoying guy and <laughs> Uh, and so he he was just he was relentless like it was really it really showed uh, um how really unstable they are as like a as a as a group like they're Mm. all insane and and like the dms i posted pictures of the dms um and so did he he posted pictures like look what outlaw noah is saying and i'm like dude that literally makes you look crazy he dm me i counted there was one time he dm me 22 times and it was all within five it's like minutes. He's like a bad ex-girlfriend. That is not exactly. Good. <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't. I didn't even mention you. You came and found me. I was just talking about the fandom. Like it was, it was wild. So yeah, that mm-hmm. whole situation was crazy. And uh, but and a lot of people were reaching out like, oh, I'm sorry that they're doing this. And I'm like, really? I mean, thank you. Obviously, everyone who reached out, like, thank you. I mean, it means a lot. But it was funny to me. I mean, I was like, wow, these people are making themselves look so stupid. Like yeah. they look so stupid. Yeah, and it's it it seems fairly relentless, and it seems to ebb and flow. And when it comes back, it comes back pretty hard. But what's your thoughts on on, on where that's coming from? Where's that kind of uh, because my my feeling actually, I was just talking in a in a, another interview recently about about how you know I'd like to think that it comes from a, a passionate place from their love of the of the story and of the of what Star Wars means, but the way it's I can't. I can't really f- yeah. fully buy into that just simply because of the the response. What's your thoughts on it? I just, you know, I really think it's a bunch of uh, insecure. Um, well, because because most of them are, are guys, and most of them are men, and there there are a lot of insecure men who don't 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 like whenever female characters are prominent in in Star Wars, which doesn't make any sense because well because they they're so against Ray and they hate Vice Admiral Haldo and they hate uh, they hate Rose. And it, it doesn't make any sense because then they're like, oh, but we love Leia. And I'm like, well, Leia was the same thing. Right. Leia was the right. exact same thing. I don't. And they're like, oh, we love Padme. I'm like, Padme was the same thing. Yep. It all, I don't understand it. I don't I, I don't get it. And, and really and what they say is also it's the forced forced diversity. This is the dumbest right. thing to me. Right. They're like, oh, it's <laughs> the forced diversity. I'm like, there's an Asian there's an Asian actress in the movie and that's forced diversity. <laughs> no, that, yeah. that, that, there's nothing forced about it. I mean, it, it's just it's just a character. I don't I don't get it. I really I just think yeah. they're they're really insecure and they're also so most of them I feel are really um, obsessed with legends like Star Wars Legends. Which, uh, there's some cool stuff in Legends, but let's be honest, most of it sucks, right? <laughs> most of it's most of it's awful, and and they're they're obsessed with it, and they are they they're just they, it doesn't it, the 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 Disney stories that that story that. Luke, the stories that Lucasfilm is telling now aren't matching up with what Legends was, and they they hate it, and right. so they're just quick to to talk talk down on it. It's interesting because I was never a big Legends fan. I mean, there was a handful of stories that I thought were decent. I didn't read a lot of it. I still, honestly, I don't read as much of the the uh, the comic books and books as I would like. I just don't. I mm-hmm. can't keep up with it. They're just pouring the stuff out. Yeah, but there's there's a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's almost too much, but it's all great stuff from the stuff I've read anyway. But the um, but my, my thinking on it, and it's, I'm glad you you went there because it's almost as if, and I try I'm trying to look at it this way, and I might just be being too too easy on folks, but for like somebody like me who didn't care for the legends, I imagine if the uh, if the if the stories that they brought to life in film were you know retellings or 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 sort of adaptations of that i don't think i would love the stories that much of course i wouldn't be you know obnoxious and and hateful um but i would if i sort of flip the flip the script a little bit and say well yeah that's not the story that i want to hear i mean but but i'm certain i wouldn't respond the way they do well and and that's yeah no and, and and that's fine to feel that way right if you're if you grew up with if, if you're one of these people that grew up with legends and you you, you loved it and and the thing and you know they kind of scrapped it which it was smart they they had no choice the yes. legends was a mess there was stuff there was all these overlapping storylines there was g cannon which didn't all didn't make sense like george's stuff like it, it was weird and so hmm. there they had to scrap it and and it's there's one thing if you're like oh I really like that stuff first off it, it didn't go anywhere you know what I mean? Just because it's not canon yeah. anymore doesn't mean it can't be your canon. Dude, right. if, if you want Chewbacca to be dis- killed by a moon, go for it. That, you know, that <laughs> have that in your brain. That's what, I mean, you're, you're, that's stupid. You shouldn't do that because it's a terrible storyline. But go for it. You know what I mean? I don't care. But what I do care about is whenever you try, when, when the other people who enjoy it, you see other people enjoying it and you go and tear them down because they enjoy it. Right. That's that- where I have a problem. Yep. And, and and that's what if they were just if they would go about it a different way, which some of them do, I will give them credit. There were some people that reached out to me whenever all of them are coming after me. There were some of them that reached out to me and were like, hey, I, I'm not like some of the other people. I am totally fine if you like it, but I just I just don't really like it. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't care. Uh, that's right. fine. And also, I just don't care what you like. I don't know you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. It might right. sound mean, but I don't care. And so um, it's just the people who are obnoxious and, and rude about it. That's that's what pisses me off. Yeah, and I think it's I, I there, there's two pieces to that that you just said. And I, I like I like where you're going with that. I think the first is that um, is the the forced diversity thing is is it's it's actually anger at something else. It's nothing yeah. to do with Star Wars at all. It's it's yeah. a it's a social political commentary that they want to make. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think. I think you're right. The second part is around the, the the legend stories and that ability to to have a conversation and and not not just not argue about it, but just say, "Hey, that's not my thing." I, I, I've used this example quite a bit lately. It's the you know when when a certain like if when your favorite band starts to go in a different direction, you may not like the new album, so you don't buy it, you don't listen to it. Yeah. You listen to the first six albums that came out that you loved. So it's right. Uh, I, yeah, um, it doesn't go anywhere. It's still there. You right. can go to Barnes and Noble right now, and they have a whole Legends like section, and there and there's a little in their Star Wars section. There's a whole, there's so many Legends books still available. You can pick them up; they didn't change. There's nothing, there's nothing <laughs> different than than before Disney bought Lucasfilm. There's nothing, there's no changes. So go enjoy it, but just don't. Yeah. If I'm liking the new stuff, or if anybody who likes the new stuff, don't 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 be rude to them because they like the new stuff, or don't say they're call them stupid or say they're wrong or whatever it's everyone has their opinion on it and everyone can have their opinion on it but don't don't make fun of other people or or attack other people for having a different opinion right right 
exactly. So let's let's shift gears a little bit and talk about some of the cool stuff that we we know is coming out. This show doesn't tend to get into speculation and spoilers, but but there's a, a whole plate of a uh, whole buffet actually of, of Star Wars stuff that's coming out over the next several years. What kind of stuff are you most looking forward to? You know, I'm, I'm definitely, I find myself more in- interested in, in, in anything live action. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of so I'm obviously looking forward to I'm, I'm looking forward to all of it. Don't get me wrong. Trust me. I'm going to I'm going to love all of it or, or, or you know, hopefully I'm going to love all of it. And but I'm definitely more looking forward to like the Mandalorian and the Rise of Skywalker. Right. And then and, and I'm very I'm super excited for Jedi Fallen Order, uh, Clone War season seven, the Cassian Andor show. Also, you know, I'm, I'm super excited for that. Yeah. Um, but definitely the more in the movies and, and, the, and the live action shows are definitely what I'm most excited for. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be you know I love the the doors that shows like Walking Dead and Game of Thrones and Black Mirror has opened up. You know, you're not yeah. going to, you don't have to to just do it even from a from an animated right uh, perspective. Right, hundred so percent. And I'm sure so, I think the Mandalorian. I think the Mandalorian um, looks amazing. I mean, we haven't. Well, you know, this is this is if you if you listen to my show Castle Run Radio, you know that I I talked about this quite a bit. And I think that the Lucasfilm marketing team is um, really, really, really dropping the ball uh, pretty much with every project they have. And The Mandalorian is the main one that upsets me because um, at Celebration, if you were at The Mandalorian panel, you saw a bunch of, a bunch of amazing footage. Like, we saw a lot of footage. Were you there? Were you at the, at the panel? Uh, no, I, I, I wasn't, but I'm, I'm not going to say that I didn't necessarily possibly find the bootleg <laughs> version of that right. potentially online somewhere. Right. <laughs> so you may or may not have seen the footage as well, but, but the thing is we had, a, we had a lot of amazing footage, right? And, and, yep. the, and it's, so, it's so incredibly stupid to me that they didn't yep. release any of it to the public like it is it, it, it i mean really about it boggles my mind can i always say this can you imagine the hype from that week of celebration where we got the rise of skywalker trailer on friday that you know obviously had the internet going crazy and then on sunday yep. if you were released like a teaser trailer for the mandalorian right it would have been everyone would have been talking about star wars right yeah yeah and and they and they even in, in hopefully a d23 come up this month they will drop a trailer, but that is that is way too late in the game. You have to build up the hype. Wait, we should have already had a trailer for the Mandalorian, if not at Celebration, either in you know like July, um, or or, or somewhere or, or June or July, something like that. There, it it, it really upsets me, but because uh, I really think it looks great, and I want other people to see it, and I want I want it to do well. I want a lot of people to to um i want a lot of people to see it and uh, and i and i just feel like they're not doing a great job at it they're not doing a great job with the rise of skywalker either i mean like at this point for event like let's say another big movie like avengers endgame right Right. they they the hype for that movie was huge within like the for, for like the six months before it came out like everyone was like oh my god i can't wait for that i just don't feel the hype for the rise of skywalker that should be out there like in the in the general yeah. public, you know, obviously we're well, people like us were excited, but um, I just don't feel. I'm sorry, I'm ranting about. I, I, this is how I get. I just, no, I just no, start ranting cool. about the mar- <laughs> the totally marketing cool. of Lucasfilm. But it's it's uh, it, it's just it's a bummer. I really wish they would they would get it together. Well, it, it's an interesting thing because of the fact I, I think there's there's not just the the hype factor that they need to build, and I don't disagree with you. At all on that, I think you're you're 100 right. Right by now, I mean we are less than six months away from the last 
film for three years in the Star Wars universe, closing the entire Skywalker saga, bringing nine stories together. I mean, this should be, this should, you're right, it should be Infinity War or uh, um, it should be at that level of, uh, mm-hmm. of, of closure. Um, right. Or not Infinity War, whatever the last one was. I, uh, Endgame. Endgame. Jeez, yeah. I should have said that. <laughs> Um, and I, I do know it. I do like it, but, um, so it should be there, but I think the other challenge they have is, um, it almost feels, and again, I, I'm not being totally negative. I'm making an observation as a marketing and communications person. Um, it almost feels like they're too reliant on the, the pizza and Noah's of the world to, mm-hmm. to know this stuff and just be, you know, we're, they know you and I are going to see it. Whatever it is, multiple times we're all they they are guaranteed our money. But yeah, yeah. a real world example. So I, I heard I heard John Hoey talking about this on his show recently as well. In the uh, not just his show, but him and and Lacey and, and John, the, the Resistance broadcast. They were talking about the lack of um, marketing as well. And the very next day, we were having some people over at our house. We have kids. They have kids. We're just talking and. The one one person says, "I'm really excited to see the next Star Wars movie. It comes out on my birthday." And and then somebody else said, "Oh yeah, is that is that going to be that Han Solo movie?" So they had no idea. So the the average fan, the, right. you know, the average moviegoer isn't is probably a little left in the dust on yeah. on even where the stories are. Right? So they, they need to. And- well, and they, with, with, yeah, and that, and that's I've, I've run I've run into the similar similar things, right? Like people. People just don't know about. Uh, people aren't made of made aware of the of what like what Star Wars movies are coming out. Like and yep. and, and they you know and, and at first they were like, well, we don't really have to market Star Wars. People are going to go seek it out, right? Yeah. Like people are going to just go off the name alone, which might have been the case for the Force Awakens, right? Which because obviously the hype for that movie was off the scale. I mean, that movie yep. obviously made so much money and yep. um and similar with rogue one rogue one kind of got that that um force awakens kind of hype that kind of seeped over into rogue one a little bit but then with the last jedi the last jedi did well but also you know obviously i love i love the last jedi i think it's fantastic but obviously there we it's obvious that some people don't like that movie at all um and right. that that public and there and the people who don't like the last jedi are very vocal about it and so that's kind of the that's what people hear. So when Solo was coming out, first off, the marketing was just atrocious. It was it was it was so bad. And then also people were like, "Oh, Star Wars! I heard the, I, I, the last one wasn't very good, so I'm just not going to go see this one." And I mean, as we mm-hmm. know, Solo bombed hard. And, mm-hmm. and 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 you would think after that they would be like, "Okay, so for the Rise of Skywalker, we're really going to need to market the, the 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 hell out of this." And and they they just haven't. I don't. They haven't learned. A lesson so i don't think the rise of skywalker will perform badly but i wouldn't be surprised at this point unless in the next like three months what are we what it's all it's august september yeah. october november december like if over the next you know few months if they don't if they just unless they really 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 ramp up marketing which they will to some degree obviously we'll we'll get another trailer um we'll probably get a behind the scenes reel at d23 that's my guess and 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 yeah. it, it'll 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 ramp up a little bit, but they're really going to have to go hard on the marketing um, if if they really want this movie to to do really really well. Um, so we'll see. I just I, it's just it's a bummer, man. And and they just they got to get out of this mindset of that Star Wars will always do well 
because we've seen that that's not the case, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I wonder, I wonder how they, what's, what's causing that is, is it a, do you think it's a, a a fear of the of another solo situation, or and, and obviously it's not it's not because it was over marketed, uh, um, yeah. but it's well, I don't, I don't know, know. They, yeah yeah I don't know I don't I don't know what it is and one thing that I think I think I really this is one thing that I I, I, I despise about this this new era of star Wars, right? Is the, and I think it, it stems from JJ. We know JJ is a super secretive guy when it comes to his films. And I think mm-hmm. that I really, and, and he was super secretive about the force awakens, right? Like it was like the mystery box, right? We when no one, yep. it was like a joke, right? Like, like don't the mystery box opens on December 18th and that's it. And then it came out. And I just think they've kind of stuck with that. Mm-hmm. Over and obviously, don't be super open about like no, don't go out and say, oh yeah, uh, you know what, you know Kylo dies in episode nine. Don't you know? Obviously, don't go and spoil the movie, but right. like that. By the way, that doesn't. I don't know if that happens. I'm not actually spoiling <laughs> anything. I, I, I have no knowledge of that, but I'm just saying, like, if they did say something like that, uh, don't go out. You know, don't go out and, and and do that. Like Lucasfilm shouldn't do that. But I'm saying, like, don't be so secretive with it. And I feel like that's kind of one thing they've yeah. been doing with the Mandalorian. They've been being super secretive about the Mandalorian, and they're like, "We can't. We don't. You'll have to wait to see this footage." I'm like, "No, people right. don't care enough yeah. anymore. People don't care about this new project that no one's ever heard of, right? And like yep. we do, but the people on the outside don't. They need to see footage. They need to see lots of footage. They need to see yep. good footage. You know what I mean?" And it's they're so secretive, and that I think that's really what hurts them um, in the long run. And I and I hope, and and they kind of got away from that a little bit with the last Jedi marketing. I think the last Jedi marketing was pretty good. Yeah. And I think because like even that second trailer, um, the because we only got really two trailers for the for the last Jedi, but the second trailer, like the main trailer, really it really had a lot in it. Like this, even yeah. the stuff with uh, like Ray and Kylo at the end. When she's like, I need someone to show me my place and all this, and he reaches out his hand. Obviously, that didn't happen in the film, but it kind of it, it, it that does essentially that situation kind of happens where he, you know, says is trying to help her and wants her to join him and stuff yeah. like that. So I think that trailer is kind of what they all need to be like because it, someone after seeing that trailer gonna is gonna go, oh, I gotta go see this. I gotta go see yeah. if she joins him or, or you know what I mean. And yeah. they just haven't they just haven't done anything like that, but. But I say that, but also the trailer for the Rise of Skywalker, that teaser trailer, when they threw Palpatine in the end, I think that is a good sign of where they're going with the marketing for this movie. I think that because JJ seems like the guy who would not, and I, by by any means, if he had Palpatine in this movie, he'd be like, no way, I'm putting him in the trailer. So I think right. maybe they're like, hey, look, we're gonna put Palpatine in the trailer. Okay, and he was like, "Fine," and because they need to, right? Then people want to see Palpatine, and they know that people are going to freak out like we all did when we heard that. We were like, "What the?" F-? You know what I mean? Like we, we all went crazy. Um, and so I, I have a, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping they kind of stick with that, um, not so secretive marketing, and they should really do that going forward with with all of their projects. I, I think they need. Yeah, I think you're right. I think. Look, I, I'm I'm not a I, you know I'm friends with Jason and I'm part of his network and yet somehow I try my best to avoid spoilers. So there's people <laughs> like me who do that, and there's people if you want spoilers, you can go and get them at, but you don't need to. I think there's a fear of of marketing that becomes spoilers, and I I think they 
can be really creative and and not give away anything. I mean, just you know, just throw right. some pictures of Kylo Ren up and and Ray every every couple weeks, and yeah. people are going to be happy. <laughs> you know, so seriously, uh, just think, just some right. stills from the film, some some stills every now and yep. then, like they don't have to be a part of some big Vanity Fair thing. There's just some yeah. some intriguing stills from the movie every couple months and it's like oh wow yeah. that's one frame of the movie uh yep. that tells me nothing but i'm i'm excited and but i guess well, that, and, i don't and i mean I don't know. well you're, you're right and i think it's i part of it stems from i mean i i was uh when return of the jedi i came out i was 12 years old so i'm mm-hmm. a old and b i remember that and <laughs> but we never we never saw there were no pictures of job of the hut until just before the movie came out and it right. did raise some interest in, and, but, but we knew he was in there and we knew, you know, it was, we knew it was coming and we just, we just didn't see him. And, and as you know, I mean, there's so many back, you know, background characters, just show us a couple pictures of some weird aliens right. and that'll be enough to get our brains going. Right. So, right. Right. I, like constable, Zub- I, someone I totally like constable Zuvio, you know what I mean? Like constable Zuvio <laughs> with the, with the, with the force awakens, like we, we, they were talking about him quite a bit and like, they released some stills of him. Like some, yep. I remember that was a big one. That, that that like they released some. Empire Magazine did like a thing on Constable Zuvio in like <laughs> November, yeah. before the movie yep. came out, and we were like, Who, "Who's this guy? You know, he looks cool. That's exciting." He wasn't in the movie, you know, for right. he was literally in the movie for two frames, but yeah. it still was like, "Oh, this is cool. I'm excited to see what this guy's gonna do." And that's fine. Trick us, yeah. you know, show us some dude or, or, or whoever that isn't is barely in the movie. It's still, right. if he looks cool, we'll be excited, you know? Right. I, I think your point is a good one. I think we need the, we, we, we need the friends and family of Star Wars fans to be interested, not just the Star yes. Wars fan. Yes. Otherwise, they're, they're in a different spot. So 100%. Well, and, it, you know, it, it says a lot. It says a lot because here's the thing about this, you know, like people in my family, like, for example, my, my, my dad, right? He he's the one who's always talked about Star Wars with me growing up, and and, and he pro- he's probably the one who showed me Star Wars for the first time. Like I said, I I don't remember, but uh, he's probably the one who who showed it to me. And and every time one of the new movies comes out, obviously I'm talking about it all the time. And he's like, and, and I remember we actually just a few weeks ago he finally watched uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, and mm-hmm. he was like. It was okay. I just don't find myself interested in it anymore. And that's and that's what I mean. Like people and it's not even because he doesn't like the movies or anything like that. He's like the movies are fine. I'm just not interested. And I really do think it's because there's just no hype around Star Wars anymore. And I really do think yeah. that just stems from the marketing team and I think they just they got to do something to change that. Interesting. Well, you and I should come up with a marketing plan. We'll send it over to them. I'm sure they'll, they'll enact it right away. So For they're, sure. They're waiting right. to hear from us. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So have you been to uh, Galaxy's Edge? Speaking of uh, alleged uh, fan interest waning? or right. No, I, I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge. I want to yeah. go so bad. Um, I'm, I, think I'm, I think I might go in October. Um, and when I do, I'm going to do a whole okay, little... Cool video about it for castle run radio but yeah i'm really hoping to go super super soon but i have not been that's and will you be uh will you be making the trek to anaheim for uh 2020 yeah oh yeah i'll be i'll be at celebration anaheim for sure that's awesome yeah very excited i i've i've never been into a star wars celebration oddly enough and uh this i've already i got my four-day passes i've got my hotel booked we're already bringing bringing the whole family it's It's gonna gonna be be a blast i can't wait to get you bring your whole family 
You know, I am. I am. I have uh, awesome. six, six and nine year old. They'll be ten and wow. seven by then. That's going to be crazy for them too. That yeah. it's going to be. They like Star Wars. Yeah, my uh, my my daughter's a big fan. Uh, I was actually I was just talking to my wife this morning over breakfast, and we realized that my daughter, who is uh, is is much more into the nerdy stuff with me than than my son, and I I, I just realized it myself today. I was like, I thought. I thought it was Jack that was following me, but it's no, it's her. It's she's the she's the nerd, and I and I love it. It's so cool. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, it should be cool. And and we'll we'll hit uh, Galaxy's Edge when we get out there. I think Absolutely. so. Uh, but it should be great. So um, I have this little ten question thing that I do with all my guests. Okay. Where um, it's similar to Inside the Actor's Studio. I don't know if you ever saw that show. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so it's a uh, sort of this Bernard Pivo ten question kind of thing, cool. and uh, they're all Star Wars related. And I want to throw them at you, and feel free to give as much or little an answer as you like on every single one of them. So we'll start with number one, and and so what is your favorite Star Wars movie, TV show, or book? Your favorite one? You know, um, it, it changed. You know, and I feel like this is probably an answer you've gotten most of, a lot, but um, mm-hmm. it changes a lot, right? Like every day, it's like it'll change with you know by the day, but. Um, I, I it really it's mainly Return of the Jedi or The Force Awakens. I think Return mm. of the Jedi I just love because it, it feels the most um, Star Warsy to me. I think just the the whole crew being together, like Luke, Han, Leia, all of them being together in that movie, um, really just I love it. And then Force Awakens just has a lot of sentimental value to me. Like I just love you know the the journey to the Force Awakens you know in this community yeah. meant a lot to me. So those are usually those are kind of the two um, that I uh, <clears throat> I say are my favorite the most. Awesome. So what's your least favorite Star Wars movie, TV show, or book? Uh, well, okay. So my least favorite. Okay, well I'll give my least favorite Star Wars movie um, is, and I I feel like this is the most basic one, but it's, it's Attack of the Clones is is really not that good. Uh, I love it. I love <laughs> it. I love Attack of the Clones. It's just not if from a from a like a filmmaking standpoint, the movie is just not great, right? But uh, like I said, I love it. My least favorite Star Wars show. I mean, I can't probably Resistance, and I don't really have an issue yeah. with Resistance. I just kind of was never able to get into it. Um, and book, yep. Heir to the Jedi, which is one of the first of the novels that came out. That oh, the, the Thrawn books, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, the uh, oh no, no, no yeah, was that the one Heir to the Jedi? Is, right? is it is that the one with Luke and it's like from his perspective? I think that's what it is. Heir right. of the Jedi, yep. Heir was, to the Jedi, yep. something like that. That's probably my least favorite book. I, I remember that I, I was really excited when all the novels started coming out, and I was excited for that one, and it really, really let me down. But yeah, Attack of the Clones is definitely my least favorite Star Wars movie, though. Yeah, I think it was, I was thinking Heir to the Empire. Was that the Thrawn book? Yeah, Heir to the Empire. Yeah, was that's what the I was Thrawn thinking. Trilogy. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, uh, let's see. I'm glad I didn't read so many of those Legends books, so <laughs> I, I couldn't be disappointed by that one. <laughs> so, do you consider yourself uh, more Imperial or more Rebel? Uh, whew, I don't. know. That's a good question. Um, I mean. I I'd pro- I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. It's hard. I think I like I like the rebels just because they're um, the better they're they're a better cause, right? And like they're they're the good guys, right. and I think they're 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 all better people than anyone involved with the empire. But also, I always have a soft spot for the for the empire, especially the first order. Like I love Kylo. Um, I, I think I mean he's a terrible guy. I mean obviously he's a terrible mm-hmm. person, but I, I love yeah. Kylo. I love Hux. I love uh, Phasma. I think they're all great. So I don't know. I, I guess I would say Rebels. Uh, at the end of the day, is what I'm. I'm, I'm more. Uh, uh, what I, that's what I would be a part of. 
Okay, that's that's cool. Yeah, it's it's interesting to. I think that they've developed the the quote unquote bad guys a little bit better in the sequels. I think in the the original trilogy, it was fairly black and white until Jedi, of course. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but I, I you, you do have yeah, yeah even and, and I can't decide if I like uh, sort of uh, hard ass Hux from the first one or or right. or humorous Hux from the second one. But uh, I'm curious to see which direction. JJ puts him in in the third one. I feel like JJ is probably going to go with more of the hard ass one, you know, like he did in Force Awakens. I think um, so too. I think I, I thought I thought humorous Hux was was pretty damn funny though, but it's going to be. I I, I, I <laughs> Hux was one of my favorite things about the Force Awakens. I thought he was he was great, and I thought he was so over the top, um, and I loved it. And so I kind of hope they get back to that a little bit. <laughs> but I, I think there's a nice in between they can do in Episode Nine. So. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, this isn't one of the ten questions, but I'm just curious. Where do you think it's going to come down on runtime for episode three? There's so or episode nine. There's so much they have to get done. What do you think? Yeah, um, I, I, I hope it's it's about two two forty five to three hours. I think mm-hmm. I, I would you know I think I think Force Awakens came in at two nineteen. I think I think Last Jedi was two thirty six. I could be wrong, and then I, I really something like, I, yeah, something like that. And I think I think I think Rise of Skywalker will probably be two forty-five to three hours because I mean they got a lot to do in this one. They got a lot to wrap up. So yeah, yeah, I think it'll yeah. probably be closer to three hours. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And I can, if it's six hours, I'm ready for it too. So. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> so uh, next question is: What's your favorite Star Wars sound effect? Oh, that's a good one. Um, well. What are the? Why can't I think of what they're called right now? The uh, the thing Jango Fett releases in Attack of the Clones. Why can't I think of what they're called right now? Um, whatever. Oh, the, they make, the, um, they, oh god, what are they called? Whatever the, the things that make that really cool noise in Attack of the Clones. I think everyone knows exactly what we're talking about. Um, I the, can't, the depth I, charge things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and they, the asteroid like, belt. Yeah, the exactly. And and he uh, he says yeah he starts. No, that that's a great noise. But I think I got to go. Either a lightsaber turning on or a t- or a Tie Fighter. Like that's that's great. You know that that's a classic. So probably a Tie Fighter. Yeah. I remember uh, hearing you do an impression of it. Brought me back. There was like one kid in my class when I was so I saw Star Wars when I was seven. Um, there was one kid, Andy Thompson. I don't know if he's still around or <laughs> it's very bizarre if he was listening to this somehow. And but he was the. <laughs> He did the best Tie Fighter impression of anybody. He, like, he just he got that growl that sound. I don't know how we right. did it, but uh, I, I don't know what brought me back to that. It's Probably. a skill. It's a skill that not many people have. I don't <laughs> have it. Obviously, you just heard it. So. <laughs> I, I just hope he's still working on it. That would be for that sure. Would make me happy. He's just he's just sitting there at his house, look for the past you know however long, right. looking at a Having- wall. He's just. Whoa! Oh, that one wasn't good. That was, let, me, let me try to do this again. It's like he's just been practicing, and then one day he's going to call you and go, "Dude, take a listen," and he's going to do it for you. That'd I still great. got it. <laughs> okay, so who do you, who's your who between these two is your favorite R two D two or C three PO? Um, I definitely R two. I, I I don't you know C three PO is cool and all. Um, he's just kind of annoying. And so is uh, the, the guy who, the man who plays him. You know, Anthony Daniels. Kind of, I have I have beef with Anthony Daniels. I really do. I don't. I What's your beef with Anthony Daniels? He's just such an arrogant guy. He thinks he 
is he thinks he is the star wars like he thinks he i mean he thinks he's amazing he's like i've been in every one of them and i remember in the in the celebration uh reel like the thing they played before the the rise of skywalker panel there was a little clip of him and he was like i have people that come up to me and say thank you for my childhood and i'm like oh shut up you're a droid dude <laughs> you are no i'm sorry you're you are the annoying no one said a single line of dialogue to you in in, in the last jedi or, or no in the force awakens except for uh except for leia she says uh tell me that's all she says to him everyone else just stares at him while he talks and covers his mouth and tells him to shut up i mean you do it like you, i get you i get he's been in all the movies but dude relax take it easy you're you're c3po you know what i mean <laughs> So definitely, RTD2. you would. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd urge you if you get a moment, check out the episode that uh, I did with uh, Jason Fry, who wrote The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and uh, he go- he goes off for a couple minutes about how C three PO is uh, secretly a monster and just a, a horrible <laughs> person, just like how it's all he's in it for himself, and he's it's really funny. Sure. Oh, I got bet. <laughs> I, I can definitely see that. <laughs> All right. So, which spaceship or vehicle from the Star Wars universe would you most like to own? Oh man, um, man. Well, I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, God, all these are these are pretty good. I haven't really kind of. I don't think I've ever answered like anything. It seems like I would have answered these by now, but I haven't. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, obviously, the Millennium Falcon is 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 the homie, but I mean, that's that's the greatest you know ship in the in the in the in the series. I'm I'm a big fan of Poe's X-wing though, the black and orange. Like my favorite color yeah. is orange because you know go Longhorns. But um, <laughs> I, I really I, I, ever since I saw that the first time I ever saw that uh, in, in one of those leaked pictures from the set, I was like, dude, that it looks amazing. And ever since that, that's probably the one I'd want. You know, because you know, you take that to Coruscant, you know, you're cruising down the streets. Other ships are like, whoa, look at that <laughs> ship. You know what I mean? And you just get out and you park, you go buy some death sticks or whatever, and then you go have a good night. <laughs> right, it's, it's, it's not just an X-Wing. It's a cool looking X-Wing. Exactly. It's not one of those beat up X-Wings that you're normally seeing. They're like, wow, this is great. And he's like, yeah, I painted it myself, you know. <laughs> Black and orange. I feel like po- Poe po jumps out after a battle and he takes out a little cloth and he starts he starts wiping the spot. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. That's definitely a thing Poe would do. The hot rod X-wing. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you three things. You have to pick one as your favorite: a Porg, an Ewok, or Jar Jar Binks. Got to pick one. Um, definitely not. Definitely not Jar Jar. I don't have beef with Jar Jar. He's just not. He's not cute, you know what I mean? He's he's not adorable. I wouldn't want him as a pet. You know, you want a, when you have a pet, you would be want to wake up in the morning and see them, and they want you would be like, oh hi. If I wake up in the morning and Jar Jar is just in my room, I'm like scared. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? You know what I mean? But well, after after you pick up those death sticks, you you don't exactly. know what you're gonna wake up with the next day. You never know, man. Those those morning afters are crazy. But uh, I, I guess I'll go with an Ewok. I think they're cuter than Porgs. Porgs are fine, but I think an Ewok is probably the best way to go. All right, that's cool. And it's you know it's a hell of a watchdog. I think uh, I think it would protect Absolutely. your home as well. Dude, they eat human beings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of they course. do. Of course, they'll. I be said a good this. Uh, <laughs> I said this just recently to somebody that. 
if you would, next time you watch Return of the Jedi, which is your you claim maybe one of your top two favorite mm. Star Wars movies, how many how many skulls are there around that Ewok a village? Lot. There's a lot of skulls, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they've they've definitely had they've had their fair share of human flesh. I mean, they're they're <laughs> scary, scary creatures. <laughs> All right. So, if you could be any character in Star Wars, who would you be, and why? Be any character. Hmm. You know, I'm. You know, I don't know, man. I. You know, I. I, I think most people are like, oh, I would want to be like Luke Skywalker. I want to be a Jedi, and I'm like, that's too much. That's too much power. You know what I mean? I. Mm. I you know, I can't. I, I can't have all that power. You know, because that a lot of <laughs> that, that has that's a lot of responsibility. I'd I'd want to be like Dexter Jetster. Let me own a little. <laughs> let me own a little place with my white my my droid. That's a that's also my wife, I think. And and, and, <laughs> and my Jedi friend comes in every now and then, and I'm like, oh, look at this. This is one of them. This belongs to one of them cloners. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. Take it out of here. I'm just go go go. You know, get take, get some Java juice. Get some Java juice, and then we'll hang out. You know, I don't. You know, that's probably who I'd want to be. That's a good low pressure job. I like it. That's exactly. good. Exactly. Cool. He's just working at a diner. He's four arms or five, six arms, however many arms he has. He can, he can, he can, he can do all kinds of things at the same time. I mean, he he's got it made. Really. I mean, he's just chilling. Seems pretty carefree. <laughs> yeah, maybe one of the most subtle and funny things in Attack of the Clones, and actually, my daughter picked up on it when we watched it. Was as he's sitting down with Obi Wan, he uses one of his multiple arms to pull up his pants from behind as yeah. he's sitting down. Yeah. It's, it's very funny. <laughs> Good animation. So exactly. It's great. All right. So you'd be Dexter Jester. That's that's awesome. Sure. Um original trilogy, prequel trilogy, or sequel trilogy, which is your your favorite? And I know the sequels are only two thirds of the way there, right. but um I you know this is one the one that I always have trouble with. So I think I love them all. I think I'm gonna process of elimination i'm going to take out the prequels just because i love i like them but they have their issues and then i i definitely watch them the least um the original trilogy is fantastic and the sequel trilogy has been fantastic so far and i'm you know i'm willing to bet that the rise of skywalker will um be great too i'd probably say i really i oh, i don't know I, i'm gonna say sequel trilogy because it, mm. it means more to me um, it, mm. it, you know, it's, it's like I said earlier about the force Wiggins has a lot of sentimental value to me. Yep. Um, and, and I, it just, that, so I guess sequel trilogy, but uh, the original trilogy is, is just so, so good. Uh, it's, it's just so amazing, but yeah, sequel trilogy is probably my, my favorite. Cool. Good. And the, uh, the last question on my list here is what is your favorite star Wars quote? Oh man. Favorite star Wars quote. Um, let's see. God, that, oh my gosh! There, I guess so many going through my mind right now. Um, <laughs> probably, I don't know. Probably some Yoda says, you know, you know, he's so wise. <laughs> you know, probably something like um, mine, or I will help you not. You know, that was just so great. You know, what I mean that. That I mean that's just such so wise, such a great. You know, you always see you see that, and you know, people people quote that one all the time. Um, <laughs> that's that's total sarcasm, by the way. Probably probably um, do or do not. There's no try. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go basic, you know, you know, do or do not, you know, if you're going to do something, do it. If you're not, don't, but don't just, you know, I mean, I don't know. All of a sudden I was kind of stupid, right? You, you, tr- you try things, right? You can try, oh, I'm going to try this new food. I don't like that food. I, I love how you talk yourself 
in and out of the same quote. I know. I'm sitting here. I was like, you and another in the try is pretty great. Actually not. Uh, it's actually really stupid. I don't know what you was talking about. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know, dude. Some Yoda says, I don't know. There's <laughs> too many, too many quotes, you know. So, there's oh, so many good ones. Y'all, whatever, what, whoever's listening to this, whatever your favorite quote is in Star Wars, just that's mine. Just that's hey, that's hey. my favorite one. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to at this point ask anybody who's listening to the show tweet at us what Noah's quote should be. And we'll, yeah, exactly. We'll do that. All right, that's cool. Do it. <laughs> no, yeah, my favorite quote. My favorite quote is uh, is when Dexter Jester is sitting in in his, in his diner and Obi Wan comes in and he goes Obi Wan. That's my favorite one. That 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 has to be it. And then and then and then Obi Wan's like, "Hey Dex, like they're boys, you know? Like he's like calls him Dex. Right. I love it. That that no <laughs> Obi Wan when Dex Jester says Obi Wan. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite quote. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we can we can call off the alarm. We don't need people to tell us what your quote should be. It's Obi Wan. And, and by the way, that's a pretty that's a pretty good uh, Dex impression. I, I've never really heard anybody do one. That's pretty- Thank you. I've been working on it. I look at myself in the mirror every night and go, "Oh, this belongs to one of them cloners." You know, does every night before I go to bed. <laughs> there you, go. you got the hard R in there. That's really good. Perfect. <laughs> Well, no, I appreciate you spending some time, and uh, it's great <laughs> to be on the on uh, on the line with a, a fellow making Star Wars Network podcaster. Absolutely. So tell uh, tell the folks where they can find you if they already don't know. Yeah, you can you can follow me on Twitter at Outlaw Noah, uh, and on Instagram at the Outlaw Noah. Um, some some kid who hasn't posted since 2015 has Outlaw Noah, oh. um, and he, he won't give it up. You know, I, uh, he doesn't respond to my DMs or anything like that. So uh, I don't know. It's I don't know what I'm gonna do about this guy. Probably he's probably like watch this, and he probably made that in 2015. Like this, this guy right here, he's gonna want this someday. So I'm just gonna make sure he doesn't, since he he likes those damn those damn forced diversity people in those movies, you know. <laughs> um, no, uh, you can yeah. So Instagram the Outlaw Noah, uh, Kessel Run Radio on YouTube and iTunes and Spotify and all that good stuff. Um, and new new episodes every Wednesday. And uh, yeah, and and basically just I post stuff. On, I'm t- always tweeting about Star Wars and. That's usually where my uh, my skits go. I make little skits every now and then, and when I when I get a good idea. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, Noah, thanks again, and uh, I hope uh, we speak again soon, and hopefully before I see you in Anaheim in 2020. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. Take care. Thanks, man. It's a, it a good show. Sure. I, I like. I, by the way, I like. I like your show. And we like yours too, Noah. Thank you very much to Outlaw Noah for joining us today. And thank you for listening. If you had fun, please subscribe, like, share, rate us at five stars, and review it. If you really liked it, please feel free to head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash aroundthegalaxy. If you are really into it and you want to buy some swag, well, we have that too at tpublic.com slash user slash aroundthegalaxy. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ATGCast. If you or someone you know would make a good guest, please drop us a line. So until next time, this has been Pete Fletzer, and we'll see you for our next trip around the galaxy. Around the Galaxy is copyright 2019 Pete in the Seat Studios. Our music is brought to us by the band Apollo's Ghost, whose music is available on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite music.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.